Thank you for joining us for the Life Point Podcast. We believe what you're about to listen to will help you experience life change. So let's jump into this week's message. All right. I'm glad you guys are here tonight. We are in finishing the first week of our prayer and fasting. And we are headed into the second week. So we believe in God for for good things as a result of our prayer and fasting. And if you don't know, I'd just like to remind you that um, God told us to declare that this is what? Your year of... Yeah, your year of victory. Um, Our New Year's Eve service, that is the vision God told us to pronounce and proclaim. If you remember, I was waving this flag because the Bible says he waves a victory flag over us. Red is the collar of victory. And so I just wanted to bring that up here and remind you. And so um, let's make a confession about our victory. Are you ready? We believe and we declare it's a new season. It's a new year. It's a new chapter. So we declare 2024 is our year of victories. My setbacks were just a setup for my comeback. And my defeats were just a detour to my destiny. And my woes were just the way to my win. So I believe and I declare I will live with inspiration, anticipation, expectation, and motivation as I experience victory after victory. Ready for this? No matter the darkness, the discouragement, or the delusion around me, my season is the exception. I'm raising my victory flag. I'm waving my victory flag. I'm expecting my God to come in like a victory flood. 2024 is a new year of victory for me. In my health, my wealth, my work, my mind, my heart, my relationships, and my walk with Jesus. So I believe and declare my season of victory starts right here, right now. Let's get real for a moment, though. How many of you have had some challenges lately? Put your hand up for a moment. I, I just want to make you understand something. If, if you're facing some challenge, you, you, you can't champion something without a what? You can't have a victory without what? The opportunity. So if, if the challenge has been trash talking you and mocking you and coming at you, it, it, it's just a setup for your victory. It's just the ramp, come on, to your restoration. It's just, it, it's just a catalyst your opportunity. Y'all got that? That didn't make you feel any better, did it? I'm just saying that it, it don't get don't get downcast for you know God has plans and so he puts things in motion. So does the enemy. He's trying to put some things in motion to, to steal your confession, to steal your your confession of faith. Um, don't don't let him have it. Don't let him have it. Say this I believe. I declare my season of victory. Starts right here, 
and right now. So let me give you, no, you don't have to say that. <laughs> Please don't repeat everything I say tonight. We're going to be here. Um, yeah, so let me share some victory scriptures with you. And you're like, why do you keep sharing this? Because faith comes by what? Hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing, right? All right, so check this out. This is Deuteronomy 20, verse 4. For the Lord your God is the one who goes with you, right? He goes with you, why? To fight for you against your enemies to give you the, the victory. So that's a great scripture. He, he goes with you, why? To fight against your enemies, why? To give you the victory. Psalm 108, verse 13, with God, we will gain the victory and he will trample down our challenger. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, look at verse 57. But thanks be to God, he gives us the victory through Christ. Y'all getting the trend? From Genesis to Revelation, one of the strongest themes in the Bible is victory for God's people. It's a theme through the Old Testament right to the end of the New Testament. Now, let, let, me, let me give you another scripture, Isaiah 59, verse 19. This is in the Amplified Bible, so it's going to amplify some verbiage here, so it's going to be a little wordy. But So as a result of the Messiah's intervention, I like that phrase, that the Messiah wants to intervene on your behalf. Because of his intervention, they will reverently fear the name of the Lord from the west and his glory from the rising of the sun. Now, look at the rest of this verse. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord will what? Lift up a standard against him and put him to flight, for he will come like a rushing stream, which the breath of the Lord drives. Now, we found out in the scripture, if you haven't been here, I taught you this, that in the Old Testament, in the Hebrew, they don't put punctuation. So we often read it this way, when the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard. But this, we could really, um, it should be worded this way, when the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord raises up a victory flag. Look at someone and say, you've got to get your punctuation right. So the Lord wants to raise up, that means to wave a victory flag in the face, and he'll come in like a flood. The victory's the flood. Not, we, we put emphasis on the enemy's tactics being the flood. The flood is the victory. The flood is his victory response. It changes it a little bit, doesn't it? Actually changes it a lot. So that's how we kicked off our year proclaiming that this is a year of, of victory. And on New Year's Eve, I showed you what I call a victory, a victory formation. And I've explained this to you in a football game at the end. The clock's running out. They'll do a victory formation and take a knee. And so just in preparing for this year, um, God just put this on my heart to use as an illustration. And so we, we, we started talking about this last week, that the victory formation that we need to stay in uh, is ask, allow, attack, act, and anticipate. And really, all this just came out of me just praying for the new year and praying for you. And so last Wednesday, we, we started looking at the victory formation. And we started with this, that um, during this prayer and fasting time, 
I challenge everyone, don't just go to God with your goals. And just don't go to God and tell him what you want victory for. Although there's nothing wrong with that, but I really felt like I needed to encourage you to go to the Lord and ask him what area or areas of your life he wants to give you victory in this year. There may be some things, it may even be what you, what you thought you would ask for, but I, I feel like in saying that in some way that what God actually begins, what he wants to give you victory in could even be what unlocks what you think you want victory in. And so we started talking about asking. The word ask, we, we learned this last week, it, it's an urgent petition, almost to the point of a demand. And so we took those letters, A-S-K, and ask just means an urgent petition. Uh, the, the, the letter S just means that, that you investigate, and the letter key for, uh, K for knock means that you, you press. Hey, I know you're in there. And so we started challenging everybody, starting with this past week, just go to God. Keep going to him and say, God, I want to know what area or areas of my life you want to give me victory in. What areas is it that you want to give me, that you want to release me and give me victory in? Then we said what goes right along with that is the word allow, which means we need to allow the Lord to take the lead and be ready to follow his directions which has everything to do with bringing some things into submission, bringing some things into surrender in our lives. It's interesting that out of our surrender, we get victory, which is the opposite of victory. But in your surrender, you get his victory. You gain his victory. Triumph over your challenger. And so we said really the word allow means a couple of things. This is just review real quick. It means to get under and listen up. It means to bring things into arrangement, to cooperate, and align yourself in a manner that where you're ready and willing to obey. So this whole idea of asking and allowing has this idea of some action with it. To just put it very, very, very simply, uh, our challenge is for you just to spend some time asking God, what are the area or areas of my life? He's not going to give you 20 you will explode trying to get victory in 20 areas. But I believe he'll give you two to three. And, and he's not going to do them all overnight because you'll blow up and explode, right? So I do believe there's just some things. And he, he's going to begin to work on some areas, and he'll build on that as, as the year goes on. But we have to really ask and say, God, I want to know. I want to know. Show me. Yeah. And sometimes you got to turn off, off, off your intentions and just say, no, God, I really want to hear what you want to give me victory in this year. I mean, sometimes we just get in the way a little bit. Um, it's not always a bad thing. We just, we just our intentions, because we want victory, just say, God, what, what is it? What area? And then just, just start saying, God, I, I, I allow you. I'm going to bring myself in alignment to see victory in this area of my life. And so if you'll allow me tonight, I'm just going to teach you for a few moments here. It's going to be really extremely practical. And, and we're going to come back to, to some worship in a minute. But last Wednesday, uh, first of all, I just hope you know this, that um, I'm not asking you all to fast, and I'm picking out all week, right? I'm not, I'm not asking you all to ask God, and I'm just like, well, that's for you guys. No, I'm doing the same thing. And so at the end of last Wednesday, I just started saying, okay, God, what, what is it that you want to, what area or areas of my life do you want to, you know, give me victory in? And I just said, I'm just going to listen. And 
God put something on my heart last Wednesday. He added a couple things to it this morning, so I, I, I kind of see what he's up to. And so I got a few things last, I got something last Wednesday, and I wrote it down. And so Thursday morning in just my time with God, I said, okay, God, um, I hear you. I'm not sure, like, why that's the thing that you want to mess with. But I said, I'm just going to bring myself in alignment. Because if you're telling me you want to give me victory in that area, then I'm all for it. So, so I just started asking him, like, God, why, why did you tell me that? So he started speaking. I just started writing some things down. Um, I asked him, what was the reason? What was the reason I need victory in that particular area? And then I said, all right, what, how are we going to do this? Um, I have a tendency to get something and just take off running. Anybody else like that? <laughs> um, and so I didn't want to do that. So I just started asking God, okay. Then he started just sharing with me what it was and why it was and started speaking to me just how to start going about, going about it. So I wanted to make sure that I was practicing asking and then getting myself in a place where I was really allowing him. So when I came in this morning to just spend some time with with God this morning, um, after I brought those things under under submission, I just started saying, okay, God, you gave me the third word, which was attack. And I said, so, so tell me what to say tonight. Tell me how to take what you shared with me personally to the next level and, 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 and give me what you want me to tell them tonight. And so we need to start by asking. We all got that settled? And allowing. And your flesh loves that one, by the way. <laughs> but the third one is then attack. But not attack with your attack. Attack with what he's speaking to you about. Attack with the word of the Lord. And I want to give you this. This will help you. This can carry on further than this, this you know, 21 days of prayer and fasting. But I want to give you an attack strategy. Now, maybe you're sitting here and you're like, hey, I'm with you, Pastor Aaron. He showed me something or some things. Or maybe you're like, I, ha I haven't heard it yet. So whether you've heard it yet or not, as long as you're keeping yourself in that place of surrender and submission, but when you start to get it, here's the next step. Here's how we attack. Here's how we attack. This is, this is, this, this, this is going to help you. And I told our team, I said, I'm not going to come in on Wednesday nights and teach three points like I do on Sunday. Well, I didn't do that last week, but I'm going to do it tonight because I just, it just, this is the way it came to me. Father, Son, Holy Ghost points, right? So here, here's, here's the next step. When you start to get the momentum and some answers from him, then here's what you need to do to go from that point through the rest of the victory formation and go into attack mode. Number one, are you ready for this? It's on the screen here. Point number one is discover two or three relevant scriptures. Discover two to three relevant scriptures. If God shares with you that he wants to begin to liberate you and give you victory in a certain area, what we need to do on that now, God spoke. We've, we're lining ourselves up. Now we say, God, I, I'm going to get me two or three relevant scriptures so I can get it in my heart and begin to believe on it. So if God's speaking... Then what's our next thing? We're gonna we're gonna get us to a third. Say, well, where, where does where does that come from? Well, let me let me give you a scripture. This is 2 Corinthians chapter 13. 
verse 1. Look at the end of this. Every matter will be established by what? The testimony of two to three witnesses. If you can get you two to three scriptures, you can stand on those. That, that's a testimony. That's establishing something. Now, I, I want to tell you, um, I, I almost did something tonight. I almost put a bunch of examples of scriptures that you could write down for yourself on different topics. And I thought, no, I'm not doing the work for you. But I, I, can I just tell you that there is no excuse for this in the world we live in. Um, if you have access to the internet, there's this little thing called Google. All you have to do is type in. Let's just say God wants to give you freedom in the area of um, fear. Let's just, just, that's just an example. You can type in scriptures about overcoming fear, and it will literally give you several. Now, don't just pick any of them. Read through. Get you two or three that grabs your heart. And so this morning, I just, I actually had three or four. I'm like, these, these are my scriptures to stand on because you need to get them in your heart. Just because you can read them on paper doesn't mean they're in your heart. It does not mean they're in your heart. So get you two or three scriptures, and they're going to be your, and if, that, if the victory takes two weeks, it's your scriptures for two weeks. If it takes you 365, it's your scriptures for 365. But you get you two or three verses that you can stand on. And then here's what you need to do. You need to write them down. Write them down. And you say, why well, don't I need to write them down? Well, this is what Habakkuk says. Habakkuk says this way, the Lord replied, write down the revelation, make it plain. So don't write in tongues, right? Make it plain. I write in tongues sometimes. Write it down. I'm like, what is that? <laughs> um, so make it plain on tablets so the herald, which is you, can do what? Run with it. You want to run with your victory. You want to run with your victory flag. Get you two or three scriptures that are going to establish your victory in whatever area and get it down so you can run with it. God wants you to run with this theme this year, with this victory. So get you two or three scriptures. It could be on healing. It could be on finances. It could be on forgiveness. It could, whatever it might be, you get your two or three scriptures, and you get them down. You write it down so you can run with it. You might need to post it on the fridge, post it on the mirror, post it wherever, keep it in your door. But get it somewhere before you. Why? Because you, So you can get it on your heart. Get it in your heart so you can start believing on it. Don't write it down in January and don't look at it again until later when you're looking through, what's this? Oh, I wrote that scripture. Down. No, get it where you can keep it before you. Y'all got that? Y'all can do that, right? I'm telling you, these are not hard things I'm asking you to do. So number one, what are we going to do? We're going to grab us two or three testimonies that are going to establish something so we can run with it. Whatever God's speaking to you about. And it, just to let you know, outside of these 21 days, it, it doesn't have to be something God shows you. It could be a promise you find in the Bible, and you do the same thing with it. Get you two or three scriptures as a testimony to establish what you're believing, right? Here's the second thing, and then you declare your expectations. You declare I told you this last week. When God speaks something to you, your immediate responsibility is to what? Declare it. Y'all got that? When you get revelation, God speaks, you need to open your mouth and declare it. Don't think on it. Don't debate it. What? Declare it. Prophesy it. 
Y'all getting this? So, so you got your two or three scriptures to establish something. You're ready to run with it, and what do you do? You need to start speaking those scriptures out loud, declaring those scriptures out loud. There's a creative force that happens when you open up and you begin to declare the word of God. You're not just supposed to read it. You're supposed to declare it. And then I, I want to challenge you to do something. I do this all the time. When you got your scriptures, take the theme from that scripture and write yourself a little declaration. Put it in your words, just like that declaration we read um, tonight. That was just something that I pinned for New Year's service. So take it. If it's on fear, you got a couple scriptures, put it in your heart. So you can declare it and start declaring the word out. When the word goes out, it doesn't come back empty. When the word goes out, it goes out to work. And, and you might be thinking, well, yeah, you know, this is one of those faith messages. It's a faith church. I've been told that forever, but that's what I'm going to be. Because that's what the word of God teaches us. It may sound silly to you, but you're a prophetic voice. And when you, prof- when you prophesy the promises of God, they... they it lets God bring them into action. It lets God bring them into activity. You know, Matthew says this, it's, it's out of your heart that your yapper yaps, that your mouth speaks, right? It's, it's out of your heart, the mouth speaks what your heart is full of. Get your heart full of Scripture and the Word of God and, and, and let it go. Let, let me give you a couple of Scriptures. Can you all handle a couple of Scriptures? Um, 2 Corinthians says this, And since we have the same spirit of faith, according to what is written, so it's written, now what's it say? So I believe, so therefore I what? Speak. So we believe and we what? Speak. That's what we do. We believe and we speak. 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 Let me give you another another one. Romans. But what does it say? The word is close to you. When is it close to you? When it's in your mouth and in your heart. Not just in your brain, not just in your heart, but also when it's in your what? Mouth. That is the word of faith that we preach. Verse 9. If you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you'll be what? Saved. Well, we understand that as salvation, but the word saved is the word sozo, which means delivered, healed, victory. It's all those words. So how do you gain that victory? You believe in your heart, and you declare with your yapper. Verse 10 says, with the heart you believe unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. You can't just get it in your head. You can't just have it in your heart. Your heart, when it gets full of this, it has to, do, it has to have an outlet. Y'all getting this? See, y'all think you can do this? I think you can do this. So you, you, get, you get yourself two or three relevant scriptures, and then you go to talking. Write yourself a confession. You say, well, well who needs to hear it? Well, the devil needs to hear it. And you know who else needs to hear it? You need to hear it. You need to hear you saying it. I, I, was, I was talking to the, a staff member just this week about some stuff, and I said, you know, God wants to give you victory in some areas. And I said, but you, um, you can't just think on it. Because when you just think on it, you get into debate. 
you get into debate, you, you, you get into pondering. God didn't want you to ponder and debate. He said, you declare it. Don't just let it stay in, in, in your thinking. We know it's important to think on the thing, but we, we got to declare things. What, what if I said to you, the key to unlocking your victory is absolutely in what you are saying? Or what if I said the key to your defeat is absolutely in what you're saying? How many know you'd, you'd want to be doing some talking? Yeah, you ever wonder why one of the enemy's greatest tactics is intimidation? Or to silence you? Or to get you to say what? The wrong thing. Because the, the devil knows scripture. He knows the scripture that says your words snare you. And he knows this, the scripture that in Matthew that says your words either condemn you or acquit you. He knows that. That's why he wants to get you to say the wrong thing. Or not say the right thing. And, and, and listen, maybe, maybe you're new to our church. You've not heard us speak a lot on speaking. I just want you to know it's the key. It's the key. A spirit of faith is to hear, receive, believe, declare, and do. It's a spirit of faith or an attitude of faith or a disposition of faith. It's not just to hear. It's not just to ponder, but it's to what? Declare. That's, that's why the Bible says it's a two-edged sword. I, I know you've heard me teach this before, but it's two-edged because it came out of the mouth of God, got into your heart, now it comes out your mouth. It has two edges to it. A two-edged sword. The word of God is meant for you to declare. Amen? It's meant for you to prophesy. It's meant to you, for you to speak. So, y'all getting this so far? So, y'all can do this, right? Uh, discover two or three scriptures that you can stand on and establish something. Then what do you do? Well, well you, you, you declare your expectations, and here's the third and final thing. You do something about it. You do something about it. You do something about it. Now, let's... let's, let's Give this traction here. What, what are we saying during these 21 days? God, speak to me. I'm asking you. Show me an area or areas of my life you want to liberate me in or you want to give me victory in. And I'm going to start to line myself up and allow God to go to work. When he starts showing me and talking to me, then what, I'm gonna, what am I going to do? I'm going to go on the attack with it. I'm going to grab his word. I'm going to give me some scriptures. I'm going to start declaring that. Then I'm going to do something about it. And I want to explain this to you. James chapter, y'all doing all right? James chapter 1 verse 22 says, don't merely listen to the word and deceive yourself. So in just hearing, we can get deceived. The Bible says, what? do what it says. Everybody say, do. Anyone who listens to the word but doesn't do what it says is like someone who looks at his face in the mirror and after looking himself, he goes away and he just immediately forgets what he looks like. But whoever looks intently into the perfect law that gives freedom and he continues in it, not forgetting what they have heard but doing it, they'll be blessed in what they do. You can sit here during this month, and you can even ask God, and you can even start to gain your scriptures, and you can even start to declare them, but there's some doing that has to go with it, or you'll forget. As awesome as you are, you'll forget the moment 
that you're hearing this. You'll forget the moment when God starts speaking. You'll forget the dynamic or the emotion or the urgency that's involved in that that you might be feeling at this moment or the excitement because it's the beginning of the year and we have a clean slate. So you need to determine to do something about it. Can I give you another scripture? You say, well, well what do I do? Can, 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 just let me put this out there. When you're dealing with any type of opposition or you're dealing with any type of spirit, I, I want to tell you how you break that. You do the opposite. You do the opposite. If it's an intimidating spirit that says you can't do this, you can't do that, guess what you do to, 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 to break it? You do what it says you can't do. And so that sounds good. Prove that to me. Thank you. Galatians chapter 5. Got a couple verses here for you. Verse 16. So I say, walk by the Spirit and you'll not gratify your flesh. For the flesh desires what is contrary to the Spirit. And the Spirit is contrary to the flesh. And so they're in conflict with each other, so you're not really able to really do what you really want. But if you're led by the Spirit, you're, you're not under that law. So your flesh does not want you to have victory. Your flesh doesn't want you to overcome fear. Your flesh doesn't want you to overcome unforgiveness. Your flesh doesn't want you to break through bitterness. Your, 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 the, the enemy does not want you to walk in health. He doesn't walk, want you to walk in blessing. How do you break that? Well, I can give in to it and let it oppress me, or I can break out by doing the opposite. And, I, and that's a faith thing. If the enemy has me bound with poverty and doubt with finances, how do I break it? Lord, send me the lottery. Just let me win the lottery. No, what do you do? You sow. Sowing breaks the power of poverty. Sowing breaks the power of greed. If the enemy keeps saying, you can't do this, you can't speak to people, you can't speak up, what do you do? Speak up. Speak to people. It'll break it. But it's hard. Well, he didn't say anywhere where it's easy. I'm not trying to give you an easy strategy. I'm just trying to give you a winning strategy. Y'all getting this? I think you can do this. I'm just trying to put you on a course here for, um, for victory. I mean, we can wave the flag. We can shout about it. We can have a Pentecostal moment. Nothing wrong with that. But how many know you still got to go home and walk through it and work through it and push through it and, and hold on and, and declare some things? If it's something against your body, what do you got to do? Get you two or three scriptures? Start declaring, start talking to it, start prophesying to it, start pressing through it. Are you getting this? This is how the spirit of faith works. This is how word of faith works. We're going to keep preaching that word of faith stuff, by the way. We're going to keep, keep on that. Romans says it's the key. It's the key. You say, I don't know the whole Bible. I didn't say you had to know the whole Bible. I said you need to get two or three scriptures on a specific thing. Work on it, work it out, speak on it until he takes you on to something else. I, I, I want to share this with you. Uh, I, I read this somewhere recently. Believe is a verb. Faith is a noun. Right, if you're a teacher, you're like, all right, get on with it, right? So believing is, it's a verb. 
faith is the noun. So believing, a verb, is an action word, correct? Y'all with me? So it's the believing that's the action. It's the verb. Faith then is the result of a person having acted on what they believe. Believe is a verb. Faith is a noun. Faith is a result of a person acting on what they have believed. So believing means an action that results in possession. Y'all got that? Believing is an action that results in possession. How many want to possess the promises of God? We want to possess victory. It's the result of the act of believing. Sometimes we just say, I got to have faith. But the action you need to have is believing. It results in faith. So believing, believing is possessing. We possess by acting on the word of God. It's an act of our will. Y'all getting this? Believing is possessing. We possess by acting on the word of God. It's an act of our will. What's an act of our will? To get it in your heart, to believe on it, to confess it out loud, and do something about it. Y'all getting this? I mean, are you getting it in your spirit? Not, not right here. You're getting it in your, in, in your spirit tonight. Believing. Faith becomes the result. It's the possession. I've got faith for this, but believing. Believing comes by what? Hearing and hearing and hearing the word. We got to keep hearing. You got to keep hearing in the area you need victory. Believing is, 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 is the effort, it's the work. The result is faith and possessing. So if you want to have the faith to possess it, we got to work on the believing. Getting the scripture in us, getting the scripture in us, saying, God, I'm aligning myself. I'm in agreement with this. I speak it out loud, hearing it over and over and over. The Bible talks about that. Believe. Say, speak to a mountain. Say. Actually, if you read that scripture, you have, to, you, you have to say more than you hear. That's how you possess. I want to possess, I want to possess the victory. But just because God said it, does it happen? Well, God's intention and his will is for you to have the victory. He's going to show you what areas he wants to liberate you in. So your work is what? I'm going to get into believing mode. He didn't ask you to get the victory. He said, I'm going to get into believing mode that he gives me the victory. Y'all got that? He specializes in victory. We got to work out the believing. Becoming aware of what he said about whatever that is. You ought to be shouting right now. I know you're just being studious, but, but your job is, is believing. Believing doesn't mean you just have to know it all or you have to have superior faith. It just means you need to work on the believing. Keep getting it in you. Keep hearing. Keep saying what he said until it, until it becomes a, a belief system in you. That's when the Bible says we live by faith. We walk by faith. The just live and walk by faith. What does that mean? Faith and faithfulness is the same. Staying faithful to the word. Staying faithful to the word. Believing it, speaking it, saying it. Say, that's working it out. That's working your faith out. So what I'm saying to you is your part is doing this. This is, this is the believing work. Getting myself into a place where i got to keep believing, keep, keep hearing, keep speaking. Because what happens is that's the action and the result is the noun, which is to possess. That's the faith thing. I possess this. But the believing, 
hearing, speaking, declaring, working it in my heart. That's all he's asking you to do. He will go to gain the victory, triumph over the challenger. you got to keep yourself believing. Believing that he's working. Believing that he's changing you. Believing that he's changing it. Amen. Just work on the believing. Just work on the believing. That's all he's asking you to do. Work on the believing. That's why I told you, get you some scriptures. Say it out loud. Say it over and over again. Isn't that good? Somebody say, that's good. Can, 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 we, can we? Let's make a couple declarations first. How about this? Y'all ready? Here we go. You got to stand up for this. You can't sit down. <clears throat> I declare. I have a spirit of faith. I am who God says that I am. I have what God says I can have. I can do what God says I can do. I declare. I have a spirit of power, of love, of self-control, and never, ever a spirit of fear. How about this one? I declare. I will live long, I will live strong, I will be satisfied with a long life full of the goodness of God. I have faith, he promises me health, he promises me wholeness, I believe it's his will that I be well, and by his stripes he has healed me of all my diseases and freed me from the curse of sickness. Therefore, Therefore, my body body is strong. strong. It's not weak. Mm. Can you handle two more? All right, here we go. I declare declare, I'm the righteousness righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Jesus. I'm dead to sin. I'm I'm alive to God. I'm rescued. I'm redeemed. I'm restored. I'm forgiven. I'm free. All right. How about one more? We'll do this one. Because I am a tither, the blessings of God are poured out for me. I mean, because I'm a giver, I am furnished with abundance for every good work. Because I'm a sower, I'm favored to receive increase. I'm going to finish this confession. I wasn't going to because it's a little long, but all this stuff's in the Bible. You ready for this? Um, So you're ready to receive increase? Um, Let's go. Better jobs. jobs. Uh, Raises. Raises. Bonuses. Bonuses. Benefits. Benefits. Sales. Commissions. Interest and income. Rebates and returns. Settlements. Settlements. Estates. Estates. Inheritances. There is a supernatural transfer of wealth. You ready for this? My bills get paid off. My debts get demolished. I receive royalties. I acquire property. There, there's checks in the mail. I'm getting my building, my land, my houses, my vehicle, my equipment, and my appliances. God's bringing wealth in my hands. I command my harvest to come. Now, harvesting angels, go get it, bring it in Jesus' name, and I will keep tithing 
giving, and sowing. Amen. 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 Well, we're going to worship for a moment. We're going to worship for a moment. The reason why we're ending this way is I just want us to continue to be in a seeking mode. God, what, it, what, what, what are you talking to me about? What are you instructing me on? What areas do I need to submit and line up and get into alignment? What area of my life do you want to bring me victory in? We're, we're going to seek fully, which is a word I just made up, worship. Worshiping him. Thank you for listening to the LifePoint Podcast. We want to encourage you to subscribe and follow so you don't miss a message. For more information, you can visit lpcwv.com.